0: if you are in a relationship let's say with a significant other husband wife boyfriend girlfriend and um you both do not share similar values and you both are i mean you're you're quarreling or fighting or it's been controlling you feel like you're controlled or deep down inside you feel like there's something wrong then maybe there's time to it's time to reach out for a therapist
1: Thank you, everyone, for joining us on another episode of iWing Marketplace Chit Chat, where we give the opportunity for entrepreneurs to talk about themselves. Uh, Right here, I'm with Teres. Teres, thanks for joining us today.
0: Thank you, Mr. Ivan, for having me on iWing Marketplace.
1: It's a pleasure, and we're glad you're here to share some very good information to to our community. Yes. (laughs) So, please, can you tell us a little bit about yourself and what you do at... uh, exception consulting that's be the exception consulting
0: so yes my, my name is therese Fu. Um i am uh, a therapist slash counselor slash clinician um i live in the united states in uh, austin texas around rock texas and um what i do is i actually own a private practice since 2016 called be the exception counseling pllc and i offer substance use or drug and alcohol abuse counseling but also relationships which is very important right relationships um healthy relationships what are unhealthy relationships i do that as well i offer um mind and meditation instruction or counseling as well i do grief and loss um unresolved grief and loss trauma and crisis counseling um mental health is a very big thing for me uh schizoaffective adhd ptsd anxiety you know those diagnoses. so i work with people with that as well um, with therapy and treatment and then also i offer energy healing um aligning your chakra energy centers and um, also keeping a, a positive affect as well so i i do a lot through that um especially with the relationships because, you know, it incorporates how to live healthy with a substance use person and all that.
1: Wow. That, that's really uh, beautiful. And today we're talking about uh, relationships. So yeah. I know it, I myself will be learning a lot from you and, and others, but can Thanks. you tell us how you got into, you know, therapy and, and counseling?
0: So this started back in Cameroon, actually. I'm from Cameroon originally. Um, I did uh, some work there, As, when I was in the University of Boya, I did some internship programs at Hospital General in Dwala uh, with the social department, social affairs, and I worked with HIV AIDS clients. And then when I graduated from university, I worked in Yaoundé for the English and French army in the HIV AIDS world. I realized most of them abused uh, back home, they call it banga, which is marijuana. So I moved to the United States mm-hmm. in 2007 and I did a master's program and then several licentials and certifications to become a counselor and a therapist myself. I worked in different treatment modalities, intensive outpatient, residential, inpatient, outpatient treatment centers to develop my skill set and then launched my own private practice in 2016. And so I contract with the criminal justice system here in Texas, and I also contract with the behavioral psychiatrist, Hospital under my private practice where I offer counseling as well family groups individual sessions and group sessions as well
1: Wow, that, that's so beautiful. I, I, I mean, I'm Amazed to, to hear the journey from Cameroon to the US and you getting certification to master You know the craft. This is so beautiful, you know To see Thank people you. like you who are focused, you know, who are determined Thank to make a change in the community so before we go to where you're sharing us some tips and, you know, so we can learn from you, I, I would like to hear a little bit how, uh, how, how your business is structured, you know, like how, how the, what's the process of, you know, consulting with you?
0: So it's, it's very simple. Um, before COVID, I had an office space that can, uh, clients would come in there and they would meet with me for a 30-minute complimentary session. Most of them would want to know like what licensures and degrees I have. That's very important to them. And I would tell them I have a master's degree and I have several licensures and certifications. And right now I'm pursuing my PhD in addictions counseling. Right. So that's usually what they would ask. That's mostly their first questions. Um, After COVID, we do a lot of Skype and Zoom um, interviews. I do home visits and I also meet people in in parks and, and things like that for outdoor therapy. So we always have a 30 minute visit. And then if we see that we are compatible for each other, I then give them my packages, which comes in at least six counseling sessions, individual sessions. And then we have a family or couple sessions involved because sometimes they would want their husbands, wives or children to be part of that. So we build that around that. But uh, the professional relationship usually lasts six months to a year at least two individual sessions a week and one family session a week as well
1: wow that's amazing so after uh this process they are able to to see some changes in their life or how does it work you know what what are the results that they usually get after the six month engagement
0: well after the six months engagement because we've built treatment plans and objectives i i expect them to have implemented those weekly and daily assignments that I have given to them to incorporate into their lifestyles and into their attitudes and behaviors. And so after six months, I do a review and we see what do we add or reduce or take off or resolve in our treatment plan, what objectives and problem statements have been completed for them to move to the next one. Um, If everything is done and I see that they are doing well, then we end that relationship at that time, and I give them more tools and coping skills uh, in the form of a discharge plan and relapse prevention plan to take with them.
1: That, that's so nice, and I'm glad that, you know, that a, at a certain period, they can, you know, be on their own. You know, that, that's really nice. But let's talk about relationship. This is our topic today. So many people yes. can be in an unhealthy relationship, and they won't even know you know, before they can get to you to call for, you know, counseling. How can somebody know that their relationship is unhealthy?
0: First of all, there are different types of unhealthy relationships. The first thing is if you are in a relationship, let's say with a significant other, husband, wife, boyfriend, girlfriend, and um, you both do not share similar values, and you both are, I mean, you're, you're quarreling or fighting, or it's been controlling, you feel like you're controlled or deep down inside, you feel like there's something wrong, then maybe there's time to, it's time to reach out for a therapist or to a therapist. Um, if you feel like there's external influence, like external family members or friends coming into the marriage or into the, the, the dating relationship, and, and then that person's behaviors are changing or it's changing towards you, then maybe it's time for you to go for counseling. Um, if it's controlling, you know um where the person tells you what to wear when to sleep how to dress who to go visit who not to visit and you start being isolated maybe it's time for counseling
1: wow that that's really nice so but uh, with, with covid now you know the people are stuck with home with their uh, kids and you know maybe other relatives or friends and in our community we're starting to see so many things happening i mean there are good things a lot of good things And, you know, a lot of bad things as well, like recently we've seen cases where, you know, children killing their own parents, you know. So all of these are signs that, you know, we need to work uh, on ourselves, you know. So why is it important to keep a positive relationship or healthy relationship?
0: Mm-hmm. it's very important to keep a positive or healthy relationship because first of all you you need to be connected to the person because people live together right whether it's children whether it's a family member or a friend you are in the same environment setting boundaries setting boundaries but healthy boundaries listening to one another but also making sure that for example your kids are not always on the cell phones or ipads because what are they doing behind it? they are not isolating themselves right um you involve them listen to them listen to your family members don't just dismiss what they have to say because those things will improve that relationship in the house and that will give you a positive mindset because yes you're right a lot of kids unfortunately in our african communities too it's been increasing where now they are uh, not only just disrespecting their parents verbally or morally they are actually killing them or threatening them and so i offer anger management classes Well, if you start seeing signs that your child has started changing, maybe that child is isolating, associating with wrong um, friends, um, being dismissive, his grades or her grades are dropping down, then I come in with anger management and life skill um, sessions as well.
1: Wow, that's really nice. So, uh, again, there's cultural differences, you know, like raising children in Cameroon. And, and raising children in, in the u.s i believe it's two different things and it can be challenging you know and we're talking about relationships so what are some of the tips you can give uh our uh, parents out there in the community on how to raise their kids uh in the u.s in such a way that it will help them to build the relationship between them and the kids
0: first thing i would say is listen to your children always listen to them but also um let them have something to say because sometimes we just demand, like this is what you have to do, that's it. But meet them somewhere in the middle. Let them feel like they also matter and they are responsible with those decisions. Secondly, give them small tasks with, with little accomplishments and rewards. For example, if you if you keep your chores done for a whole week, you know, this is what I will reward you with. We may open a bank account and put in maybe $50 every week or $10 every week of your own money. Um, thirdly, get his or her friends, your children's friends involved, know them, know who they are, know who their parents are. Maybe even invite them over for a sleepover or for or for lunch or something to get to know who your, your children are mixing with when they're out of the house. It helps also to give that child a sense of dignity and respect to see that, okay, my mom or my dad is actually paying attention to what I do.
1: Oh, that, that's nice. And, you know... Despite all of this that we see, I, I find it that, you know, still in the U.S., it's difficult for uh, kids, you know, to listen to their parents. You know, like back home, it, I don't, for some reason, kids, uh, so many kids, you know, are, are respectful. So do you do like mother or father and daughter counseling?
0: Yes, I do. I offer parental counseling, and I also offer parent and child counseling together. They are called family sessions. Um, I usually give them assignments to do. Um, for example, what changed? What changed in your child? When did you see the change? Why did you see the change? How did you see it? Same thing with the parent. What is it about your mom that you don't like? Some people will say, oh, my mother is nagging. Well, what does nagging mean to you, right? Right. Because sometimes it's not that she's nagging, it's she's telling the right things, but you don't want to listen because you're hit that puberty age and you think you know everything. So I come in there to respect that, that child, but at the same time also, I point out those things that will help keep self-efficacy, but will also teach that child how to understand that it's not nagging. It's just kind of encouragement from their parents because they want them to do better and best than they did and succeed out of Cameroon.
1: Wow. So this is. I, I really like the information that you're sharing. And, you know, I know in our community, sometimes we're hesitant when it comes to counseling or, you know, going to therapy. But I mean, I'm encouraging everyone, you know, you can listen to Teresa. I mean, she's giving some good advice, some good tips. So if you're going through stuff, you know, consult with her, you know. I'm pretty sure she's going to be able to, to help you. So I mean, we, we have this situation of uh, like opium in, in, the, in the US, you know, at times kids get to certain age, you know, and then they mix around with other kids and then they become addicted to, to substance. And that's something that you do. Do you have any tips on how, you know, we can control kids in our community not to go to that extent of, you know, being addicted to some of those substances? And if they are addicted, how can you help, you know, to um, uh, cure the addiction?
0: I've had several people reach out to me. So um, I, I work a lot with different races and cultures. And um, my specialty is also is with children. I work from the uh, children as, as young as age eight. Um, and so what I do is we, we don't only really come up with that anger management program. I always tell them, enroll them in something like martial arts, dance class. Um, keep them busy. When you keep your child busy and then there's time for homework and be involved and stay home, it reduces that um, aspect of your child going out there and spending time with people or other young kids who will introduce them to marijuana, um, opium, and all of that. Right. Secondly, also... Um, the next thing you have to do is also, like I always say, don't shut down your child. If your child is telling you that they're uncomfortable with a situation or something, they're already telling you that they're slipping off. Because sometimes we dismiss the kids and think that, oh, you know, we just sh- it's like a shutdown response. So listen and, and, and just let them vent. Let them vent. Um, and then thirdly, I would say is not only do you put them in you know, dance class or martial arts and everything. But you can also send them for meditation classes. I offer meditations. You can also send them for just for um, an awareness group or an awareness class to learn what it's all about. And then, of course, spending time in the house, giving them chores, teaching them those things, how to cook and all. It it takes their time away. Um, So those are things that I can say that you can start. Now, unfortunately, some kids are already smoking or doing other things before the parents realize that it's already too late. And so now, I always say there are times when you bring the child in, or when you come in for help, if you are not deeply willing inside to change, change cannot really happen. That person has to be willing to change. Sometimes they come and they curse me out, or they scream and all of that. But as the sessions go by, because I meet them where they are and I walk from them, they are able to open up, and then I'm able to start putting in little tasks and little challenges because kids like challenges. So I don't give them, with those ones, I, we don't really do like formal treatment plans. I just throw out challenges for the day or for the week and they want to prove me wrong, but they're actually doing what I'm asking them to do.
1: Wow, you've given so much tips and you've helped us to understand how to deal with this issue. I, I, I mean, I thank you a lot for all of this. But before we go, how can people book your, your, your services?
0: So I'm available um, at 512 383 6030. I am also uh, on my website, be the Um Ivan was so generous to put my website also on the flyers and everything. So you can go on there, or you can Google be the exception counseling pllc. And it will come up as well. It's so easy. It's user-friendly. You just click on it. um, Send me a request. Uh, It comes directly into my email. Put your phone number and your name and what you want. And I'll reach out to you. So I'm available. Text message, phone number, or email.
1: And do you have any giveaway for people who watch this uh, episode? You know, like...
0: yes i have um so everybody who came on ivan's show for the month of june you have a 20 percent discount on all services that i offer and um on my website is very detailed breakdown on the services i offer as well so we can discuss that too
1: thank you so much therese this has been wonderful and i'm calling on everyone you know don't wait for things to get out of hand don't wait for it to be too late Make sure to seek help if you're going through any situation. You know, it's good to seek help when it's still early so that the problem can be addressed, so that they can look, you guys can look for solution. And Therese is that person that can help you. So please contact her, ask her whatever question you have, and she's going to answer it for you. Thank you. Thanks, everyone, for watching. Thanks again, Therese.
0: Thank you so much mr ivan for having me on the show i'm so grateful thank you you're
1: welcome so guys uh you can keep watching you can share this information it's probably going to help someone the video will be uh on our youtube and you can subscribe to our youtube to watch other videos and uh you can also if you're driving you're too busy you can listen to Iwe marketplace podcast this uh, th- this episode will be streaming on all uh, podcast channels. Thank you very much for watching, guys. Thank you again, Therese. And we are out.
0: Um, okay. mm-hmm. Bye-bye.